Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This, of course, is Stinchfield, the podcast. Yes, Hunter Biden will be going to Washington. I mean, I guess he's already in Washington, living in the basement of the White House. But uh, again, he will be going to Washington to testify. uh, And he wants to testify publicly. To me, that's a good thing. There are some Republicans that are saying they want him behind closed doors. I don't understand why you want him behind closed doors. I don't care about how long you got to ask him questions. I want him in front of the public. And so we're going to talk about this and Hunter Biden. And finally, after three years, getting him before members of Congress. And then this controversy continues to swirl around this kid who wore red and black on his face with an Indian headdress at a Kansas City Chiefs game. They're saying he wore blackface, but it's a total fake news story. This is where the media is today, folks. Totally fake news, stoking the flames of racism. Uh, The answer is nothing to see here when it comes to that story. All of this, of course, brought to you by my friends over at Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. That's where I want you to go. Think about investing in precious metals with the uncertainty we're seeing. The folks over at Midas Gold Group can most certainly help you with that. So let's get the party started. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks, so great to be along with you. Um, As I mentioned, Hunter Biden is now headed to Washington, at least to the halls of Congress, to uh, go before congressional investigators, members of Congress who are investigating the Biden crime family, to answer for what I believe are certainly serious crimes. James Comer, the head of the Oversight Committee, who will be uh, the one running this hearing, said this uh, when he announced that Hunter Biden would be coming into Washington. Joe Biden has repeatedly lied to the American people about his family's corrupt influence peddling schemes. Our investigation has revealed how Joe Biden knew of, participated in, and benefited from his family cashing in on the Biden name around the world. First, President Biden told the American people he never spoke to his son about his family's business dealings. That was a lie. President Biden spoke by phone, attended dinners, had coffee with his son's foreign business associates. These individuals include Russian and Kazakhstani oligarchs, a Burisma executive, and a Chinese national who funneled millions to his son. President Biden claimed there was an absolute wall between his official government duties as vice president and his family. But there was no such wall. The door was wide open to his family's influence peddling schemes. Yes, it was. And so now Hunter Biden will have to answer to all of that. So here's my question, maybe a question to all of you. Is Hunter Biden smart? I mean, clearly He's an idiot when it comes to putting his life on display, videotaping all of these crimes. Everything he did from the illegal drug use to the prostitution to quite possibly underage sex. Everything he did, he put on video. And then he leaves that laptop from hell behind. I think it's a a subconscious sabotage of his father. I mean, total idiot moves. But then when you think about who he was dealing with. So Hunter Biden, as James Comer just said, was dealing with Chinese spy chief was dealing with Russian oligarchs. These are not only smart men. These are very dangerous, sly, cunning, strong men. So if Hunter Biden could deal with them, will he be able to deal with members of Congress? 
it'll be interesting to see how his testimony goes, if he even actually testifies. My guess is that he's going to say, I'm going to take the fifth, Uh, meaning under the grounds he doesn't want to incriminate himself. He'll just continue to take the fifth. But even if he does that, I think the American people should see him taking the fifth. But Joe Biden allowed his son to catch a ride on Air Force Two at least a dozen times to sell the Biden brand around the world. The, the National Archives has also identified the office of vice president emailed with the Biden family and their businesses over 29,000 times. However, the White House is withholding these emails from Congress in addition to the 82,000 pages of pseudonym emails. 82,000 pages. So fake emails from Joe Biden. Fake emails of Joe Biden going to Hunter Biden. Spelling out uh, moving embassies, talking about certain things going on overseas, uh, all these things. Why would Hunter Biden need to know these things unless he was passing that information along to his uh, people that he was making money off of? President Biden claimed his family didn't receive money from China, but we all know they did. President Biden's son, brother, sister-in-law and daughter-in-law collectively received millions from CCP-linked entities. We've also revealed how Joe Biden received $40,000 in laundered China money in the form of a personal check from his sister-in-law. All right, so my question is, why then do you need Hunter Biden behind closed doors? In my world, in my perfect world, we need transparency in Washington, certainly when it comes to the Biden family. Republicans ought to be engaging in this transparency, not putting things behind closed doors where you then have leaks, people saying that wasn't true, this wasn't true. Let us see it. If you had something on Hunter Biden, on Joe Biden, that was so critical to national security, um, I believe we would have already known that. They may not have told us what it was, but they'd be telling us there were things that they can't talk about. I haven't heard any of that. He just spelled out, James Comer did, everything they have against Hunter Biden, or at least some of what they have against Hunter and Joe Biden. None of that is national security issues that we can't have in an open forum. So put this put this deposition, put this testimony in front of the American people. It is imperative. Now, Hunter Biden is the one who requested it to go in front of the American people. Why would he request this in front of the American people? Uh, unless the Democrats had a plan to turn this around. And you watch every question will be about Donald Trump. Somehow they'll turn a hearing about Hunter Biden and Biden family corruption into Donald Trump because that's what the Democrats do. The White House and corporate media continue to move the goalpost as they seek to cover up for President Biden and his family. But Nate, make no mistake. Financial records, emails, text messages, and witness testimony reveal that the Biden family enterprise is centered on Joe Biden's political career and connections. Joe Biden knew about, participated, and benefited from these schemes. This is a national security threat at the highest level of government, and Americans demand accountability for the Biden corruption. Yes, we do. And to correct myself, of course, it's national security implications. But is it highly classified information when we want to simply get to the heart of what Hunter Biden knew, what he was doing, how he knew it? What was the lines of communication between him and Joe Biden? What did Joe Biden know? How how much uh, how, how much was Joe Biden involved? Will Hunter 
try to protect his father at all costs, probably. Over the next two months, our committees will interview members of the Biden family and their associates about this record of evidence. So notice what he just said there. Biden family members. So it's not just Hunter. I believe James Biden will get called in. Joe Biden's brother. You may see wives, daughters get called in as well. We expect full compliance with our lawfully issued subpoenas. No one is above the law, even if your last name is Biden. Our committee will first interview and depose witnesses. We then, of course, would welcome Hunter Biden to testify at a public hearing at a future date. Democrats should have no concern with first deposing and interviewing key witnesses. This is how they conducted their impeachment inquiry of former President Trump and the January 6th committee. President Biden's pattern of lies, corruption, and obstruction demand action from Congress. We will continue to follow the facts and hold President Biden accountable to the American people. Good. It's what needs to happen. Should have happened three years ago. Quite frankly, I'm like, really? We're just getting to this now? Three years later? We should have been having Hunter Biden and and his family members hauled before Congress a long time ago. Um. I want to play some of what Jim Jordan has to say because Jim Jordan uh, plays a key role in these investigations, a congressman from Ohio. But first, folks, I want to tell you about my friends over at Patriot Mobile. Why don't you go to patriotmobile.com forward slash grant, patriotmobile.com forward slash grant. The number is 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code GRANT for free activation. That's a big savings. But here's what you're going to get with a Patriot Mobile phone. You're going to know that some of your money is going to Christian conservative causes, okay? No other cell phone company is doing this. In fact, Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. You get to use the same big three networks so you don't lose service. What you do lose are the woke policies that these big three cell phone companies have. So go with Patriot Mobile. Where you spend your money says a lot about where you want the country to go. I Respect the guys over there. They respect us, Stinchfield's Army. It's why they support this podcast, my radio program, because they believe in the things that we're talking about here. Show them some love. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. Use the promo code grant. Do it today. All right. So uh, I told you I would play you some of uh, Jim Jordan. Okay, and uh, Jim Jordan had this to say about the prospect of Hunter Biden now coming in to testify. Uh, You have a politician who does certain things. Those actions benefit his family financially. And then there's an effort to sweep it all under the rug. And we know this has happened. The best example is to use the Ukrainian energy company Burisma. Four key facts. Hunter Biden gets put on the board of Burisma. Fact number one. Fact number two. He's not qualified to be on the board. He said so himself in an ABC interview. He said he got the job because of his last name. Fact number three, the executives at Burisma asked Hunter Biden specifically, will you weigh in with folks in D.C. to help us deal with the pressure we are under? A few days later, Joe Biden gets on a plane, flies to Kiev, and announces that you will not get the money that was already approved unless you fire the prosecutor who was applying the pressure. That all happens. That all happens. Those key facts happen. And those facts are confirmed by some of the evidence we've uncovered already. Already, This 1023 form, 
where the confidential human source told the FBI and it was recorded in this form. That, those are the key facts. And now it's important. We got a lot of those key facts when we interviewed one of Hunter Biden's business partners, Mr. Archer. It's important we talk to the others. We need to talk to Eric Schwerwin. We need to talk to Rob Walker. We need to talk to Tony Bobulinski. And we're in conversations with their lawyers, and we think those are going to happen. And we need to talk to Jim Biden, who was also in business with Hunter Biden. Those things need to happen. And then, as the chairman just said, as Chairman Comer just said, we will uh, have Hunter Biden in a deposition. And frankly, I think in, a, in an open hearing, I think that would, be, that would be great. That's what needs to happen so the American people get the facts, get the truth, and we can make a decision on how we move forward as a company. Thank you, Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan has a great way of spelling things out in a very simple manner. And it, and it doesn't really get any more simple than this. <clears throat> that situation with Burisma really is all you really need to impeach Joe Biden. <clears throat> it is clear to me that Hunter Biden got the job, as Jim Jordan said, because of his family name. No crime there. If that was a crime, you'd have rich kids all across America that would be in jail because they got their job only because of their family name or their dad or mommy's connections. No crime there. Where it becomes a crime, where it becomes a national security risk is when you get a job and your father is vice president of the United States and you make promises that you will influence the vice president of the United States in his official capacity to do things for you. And you're not registering yourself even as a foreign agent or as a lobbyist of the government. That's where it becomes criminal. So as Jim Jordan said, you know Hunter didn't have any knowledge. Forget about just Burisma. He doesn't have any knowledge in the energy companies that he was making deals with in China either. <clears throat> they all knew that they were buying access to Joe Biden. You pay the son. The son gives you access to his father, if not just passing along certain wants and needs. This is the same thing with the paintings. People aren't talking enough about the paintings that Hunter Biden is now selling for upwards of a million dollars a year. I'm the first to say, I think the paintings are actually kind of cool. I don't think he's like the worst painter in the world. A lot of my conservative friends make fun of Hunter Biden's paintings. I don't. They're actually okay paintings in my idea, but they're not worth a million dollars. I could tell you that much, maybe five, six thousand dollars, maybe on a good day if you're lucky. But the Democrats still just can't seem to see it. Here's here's a uh, Moskowitz weighing in Democrat. Seen for a year now, the Republicans have presented no evidence, but instead Hunter has said, no, no, if, you, if you're going to come, come at me in the news media uh, for the last year and say all of these things, I'm going to come and I'm going to get the truth out there. And now Republicans are, are scrambling because I think the American people want to hear from Hunter Biden. The American people want to see it in public. Republicans saying, oh, no, transparency, bad. Uh, if they had the evidence, if they had overwhelming evidence on Hunter Biden, rest assured Chairman Clouseau would have a public hearing with every with every Every media you could imagine. I mean, he'd, he'd be sitting down with Al Jazeera. To- now, wait a second. He spelled out all the evidence, the shell companies. If we had the evidence, take a look at your screen if you're watching live. That's Hunter Biden with a crack pipe. Okay? Had the evidence. We got plenty of evidence of Hunter Biden committing crimes. What are you talking about when you say there's no evidence? That's the kind of thing where Democrats look absolutely stupid. You've got shell companies. You've got millions of dollars flowing. You have the Burisma situation. You've got the emails. You've got the Joe Biden pseudoname emails where he's using fake email addresses. The only reason you do that is if you're trying to hide something. 
This Moskowitz character went on. Tell them all of the overwhelming evidence he had on Hunter Biden in a public setting. He would love that. But the reason they don't want that to happen is because they don't have the evidence. They just want to talk to their echo chamber. The chairman just wants to run to Sean Hannity like a wet blanket. And they wanted to say Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. If you have the evidence, show it to the American people in a public hearing. Okay. That's what we are going to do. That's what James Comer is going to do. We have been showing you the evidence. How do you explain multiple shell companies, the funneling of money, the personal checks going back to Joe and Hunter, the lawyers writing checks as money comes in from the Chinese energy companies, writing checks then to the to the family members of the Bidens. The evidence is overwhelming. But they want to just ignore the evidence and just say, oh, you know, right-wing extremism is why we're going down this road. I had Ralph Norman on the program, the congressman from South Carolina. He put it this way. Well, yeah, I mean, the public needs to know. I mean, you've got a man in Hunter Biden who, I mean, look what he's done over the course of his career. He had a gun while he was taking drugs, which was illegal. He had LLCs set up. He had money from China coming. He was on a board of uh, Ukraine, Burisma, where he was paid an exorbitant salary. So he needs to answer these questions. Now, the last time I heard Hunter Biden with a reporter years ago, he didn't do so well. So we'll see how he does. I think he's right. They're going to try to divert and um, deny, deny, deny. But I don't think he. I don't think it's going to work. And I think it'll actually work to his detriment while the public will get to see the real Hunter Biden. So it's interesting because Ralph Norman raises a great point. I asked you whether or not Hunter Biden was smart or not. Clearly, he's an idiot when it comes to recording all of his criminal activity and the laptop and all of that craziness. Drug use, uh, the alcohol, you name it. But he was dealing with very dangerous people. He was making a lot of money doing it. But Ralph Norman raised a great point. He didn't do well when he sat down with that reporter, that interview. Uh, It was a disaster, really. He didn't do well at all. So he probably won't do well in front of members of Congress. You know, it's interesting because I asked my co-host on the radio out at AM 870 out in Los Angeles this morning. And this is, this is, I was going to get into uh, about whether or not uh, uh, Hunter Biden is smart or not. Laptop, you know, at, at the repair shop, he does everything he can to sabotage his, his father, but yet he was making million dollar deals. I'm sure he was taking direction most likely from his father and his, and his uncles, but he's making million-dollar deals with some of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth. All right, I thought I was going to have the rest of Ralph Norman. But uh, you hear my point there, which is exactly that. He was making deals with some of the most dangerous men on earth. How will he do when he gets in front of members of Congress? Uh, it'll be interesting to see. And again, I really suspect that we're going to see a lot of him taking the Fifth Amendment over and over and over again. Um, all right, folks, let me tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. Here's why I want you to get in touch with Midas Gold Group. Pick your uncertainty right now. We got uncertainty in the business world. We got uncertainty in the stock market. We got uncertainty when it comes to national security. We got uncertainty when it comes to our food supply. We have uncertainty everywhere. Pick it. What do you do to protect your finances during times of uncertainty Uh, The smart money has always flood to gold. Think about it. China right now is selling off the dollars to depress the dollar. That's not good. There's a war on cash going on. What is China doing? It's buying gold. Central banks across uh, the world are buying gold right now. 
follow the smart money. It's always a great play. Uh, but I want you to make this decision on your own. I want you to do it by going to MidasGoldGroup.com, talking to them, talking about what's right for you. No account is too big or too small for the, my uh, friends over at Midas Gold Group. They're veteran-owned. I trust them. I know them all personally, which is why when I give you their recommendation, it's a good recommendation. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. All right, I want to turn now to this uh, kid in blackface. Um, I can't even say blackface because that was a fake news story, Okay. So um, this is the kid. I don't even know how old he is. He looks like he's about eight or nine years old. Well, this website called Deadspin, which appears to be a leftist sports website, runs a story basically saying that this kid was in blackface. And what they did was they only showed half his face, the black half of his face. And they said that he was being racist because he was in blackface. Now, he's at a Kansas City Chiefs game. Black isn't a huge part of the logo, but it is some of the logo. And he's in a headdress, half red, half black. Do you think this kid was being racist? Absolutely not. The kid is literally just a fan. What about when you go to a Steelers game and they're black and gold? Are, are, are they being half racist because they cover their half their face in black? No. What about a Raiders game? Raiders games, they cover their face in black. Are they being racist? No, it's team colors. So I saw this cartoon, which basically sums it up. The media, racist kid in blackface. And it shows that profile picture of the kid in the headdress. The reality, kid wears team colors to football game, and it's front of his face, black and gold. So now you have to ask yourself, Who's the guy that puts this out? Well, I would offer up that this uh, Karan Phillips is his name, uh, is more racist than anybody he's pointing out. He basically said on some podcast once that anything to do with a white straight male, he wanted nothing to do with it. Okay? Now, that to me is just as racist as somebody wearing blackface, and in this case, the kid wasn't even in blackface. Listen to this. This is from... Uh, hit that podcast he was on. I was like, we not running no more straight white men. Not while I'm here. <laughs> Women, black people, gay, straight, Asian, whatever you are, as long as you're in a straight white man, you can. You, I'm running your stuff. Um, I'm going in these meetings. I'm putting sports to the side, and I'm jumping into politics and local government because when 2016 happened and I got to the Daily News to put these two things together and Kaepernick was happening and the entire sports industry had to figure out how to talk about racial and social issues. And we know our industry is white as hell and nobody knew what to do with it. So give me a break is what I say to that. You're going to tell me that you're going to cry about racism when in the same breath you say anything that comes from a white straight male you're not putting into your story. He was writing for the Daily News. Then he goes on to this Deadspin, which is a which is a website that I'm told is almost broke. There's talks of a lawsuit now. Um, I don't think they're going to have a case for a lawsuit because he didn't actually claim that the kid was racist. He claimed it was bad decisions, and it's an opinion piece. Um, 
The problem, what happened afterwards, is everything went hot wild on the Internet. I mean, this family's getting death threats, uh, all kinds of uh, craziness being directed at them on social media, when literally the kid is wearing the team mascot's headdress and the colors of the team. There's video of the kid. I think the mom released it. Now, you tell me if this looks like a racist child. He's just literally doing the chief chop. But, you know, that's racist, too, now, apparently. He's got great seats, by the way. Front row seats at the Chiefs game. Good for him. Well, most people came out in support of this kid that I saw. You know, you have your left-wing loons that are not supporting him. But but uh, this guy, he's a character on Instagram. Uh, this is him, apparently, uh, in support. Now, I'm going to apologize in advance for the language, folks. If you've got kids, uh, it's not me. It's them. I always get emails when the language gets a little salty on here. But remember, it is a podcast, so bear with me. I feel like it's my job to bring y'all at least a daily dose of fuckery. So here you go. As you can see, a typical Kansas City Chiefs fan, a little kid, dressed up real cool for the football game in support of his team. You would think that nobody would give a shit, that everybody would be happy for the kid and let him enjoy the game. No. What they decided to do is call this blackface and native headdress. And So you see the picture on your screen? That was the headline from Deadspin where he literally shows half the face. You don't see the other red half. And the reporter says, why is a kid dressing in blackface? So from the very start, this whole story was a fake news story. Try to spin it as offensive and cultural appropriation. And it's all over Twitter right now. What part of this is blackface? The right part or the left part? (laughs) He's wearing the team colors, for fuck's sake. I hope that kid's parents gets a lawyer and sues the fuck out of all the news outlets that are covering this shit, that are labeling this kid as a racist. They're literally trying to ruin this little ass kid's life over him supporting the Kansas City Chiefs. They're giving more fucks about this than the Taylor Swift shit. The Kansas City Chiefs have any decency, they need to honor this fucking kid at the next game. In fact, he needs like season tickets for the rest of his life. Because this is the type of soft-ass shit that needs to stop. You can't be out here saying everything is racist. You know, the only people that got mad about this was the blackface. No native said anything about this. They- of course not. Yeah, notice he's wearing a headdress. Nobody got upset about the headdress. It was the blackface. Because racism is the, is the outrage du jour these days. I love this guy's idea. Kansas City Chiefs, give him a set of season tickets. Honor him at the next game for being a big-time fan. And uh, and that would, of course, trigger the left. It'll never happen, though, because they bow down to the woke mob, the NFL does. And uh, sadly, the woke mob gets so much action from corporate America because they're afraid of them. <sighs> Squeaky wheel gets the grease, I guess. But in the end, there's nothing to be afraid of. When you wear team colors, you're wearing team colors. Sometimes black is just the color black. Sometimes red is just the color red. It's not racist. It's not anything else. So, uh, come on, folks, really. That's going to do it for us today. Uh, May I remind you to uh, pay my friend over at MyPillow a visit. Um, Mike Lindell could use your business as 
They try to cancel him over and over and over again. Uh, but beyond that, you know, we talk about a parallel economy and supporting companies that agree with the things we do. Um, as I say, sometimes when I do my podcast, look, folks, look what I got on. I got my, my pillow slippers and uh, I love them and they're great. And so uh, they make great, great, great Christmas gifts. My parents, who are liberals, by the way, I gave them my pillow slippers and even they said they love them. So uh, so there you go. Use the promo code grant, mypillow.com forward slash grant. Pay Mike Lindell a visit and uh, mypillow.com forward slash grant. That's where I want you to go. And uh, don't forget about my website, grantstinchfield.com, grantstinchfield.com. You can see all the the uh, uh, podcast there. Uh, you can reach out to me as well. You can shoot me an email if you've got comments, questions, concerns, anything. Uh, I try to get to all of them. I try to answer all the emails as well. Sometimes it gets hard, but I do try to do that. And make sure you tell your friends and family to subscribe to this podcast. Hit like on the video if you're watching it live. Uh, share the video if you can. And as I always say, because of you, Stinchfield's Army Rolls. <laughs>